Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. All right. Hi, this is Mathia Ford. We're live on Facebook. And um, today I want to talk to you about the different types of dialysis that's available for kidney disease. So I'm using some new software, so it may take me a second or two to kind of get it together. But um, dialysis happens when you get to end-stage renal disease. And you're stage five and your kidneys are down to 10%, 5% um, function. Prior to that time, while you're still kind of feeling decent, but you know that this day is coming, you've talked to your doctor about it, you've reviewed um, your options, maybe you're not eligible for a transplant or you just haven't found a donor yet. So you decide, okay, I'm going to do dialysis because I want to continue to have my life. And you get a fistula placed, which is a spot in one of your veins. Or you get a tube in your stomach placed, depending on which type of dialysis that you're going to do. So the dialysis is going to be either peritoneal or hemodialysis. So peritoneal goes in your stomach. Hemodialysis is your blood. So I'm going to talk about both of those. Um, but hemodialysis is the most common. And you get a fistula placed. And what that is, is kind of a place where they bring your artery and your vein together. They connect it. Takes a little while to heal. But once it heals, then your body is able to use that to put the needles in. So it involves needles, it involves filters, it involves machines. So once then you get to the point where that's healed, and the reason why you do that a little bit early is because you dialysis, you don't always choose when it starts. So being ready for it is a good thing. So having the dialysis fistula put in or the connector for the peritoneal, um, and then you do the... Uh, you get ready, and hemo I'm going to talk about the three different ways you can do dialysis. So you can do hemodialysis two ways. You can either get it done in the center, which means you go to a facility, a nurse hooks you up, you lay there for three hours or four hours while they clean and filter your blood. You do that three times a week. You have a fairly restrictive diet. You are restricted on your fluids because at this point your kidneys aren't working at all or very little. 
And so you're not able to get rid of any fluid between dialysis treatments. Therefore, you have to limit what fluid you take in. So that's where fluid restrictions happen. Um, you get your restrictive diet because your body, like I said, holds on to all that potassium and phosphorus and your blood is only cleaned every two days. Whereas with your kidneys, they're being cleaned constantly. You have another option with in-center dialysis sometimes. You have the option to have an overnight stay. So that would be a gentler, so to speak, dialysis. The three-hour one is pretty fast, and it can leave you feeling really tired because um, you just did two days' worth of filtering of your blood in three hours. But you can do overnight, and so they can hook you up, and they do it maybe over a period of eight hours. Some places have this, some places don't. You also have with hemodialysis the option for home dialysis. So you can have a machine at your house or a machine that you can take with you. You have to have different chemicals. You get trained over time. So a lot of times you'll start with an in-center dialysis and then you'll go to a... Um, let me... You'll go to in-center and then you'll switch and they'll train you for several weeks and you'll learn how to put in your own needles or have someone help you with the needles. You'll have help at home, um, but you'll basically be able to do dialysis every day. So you're cleaning your blood more often. Your diet is a lot less restrictive and you're able to have more freedom because you can go places and not have to worry about finding a center where you're going. So if you go on vacation, you take your machine with you. Sometimes you can even ship your machine. Um, and I've heard that can be a good or a bad thing sometimes, but it's possible. Um, and so in-home hemodialysis is the most flexible diet and the most, um, easiest to do because you do that for two or three hours once a day. You can do it overnight, that type of thing. The third one is called peritoneal dialysis. And so peritoneal dialysis is a process where you take in your stomach area, you have a lining that goes between your skin and your intestines. And it's called the peritoneum. And so what happens is they put a catheter into that area and then they fill it with the dialysate, which is the fluid that um, removes the chemical, not the chemicals, but the potassium, phosphorus, urea, all that stuff that's in your blood. And so it's kind of like osmosis and it goes through the lining and the negative, so the concentration is higher in the dialysate, so it pulls those things out of your blood. And then you do what are called exchanges where you trade out that fluid two, three, four, five, six times a day. You're able sometimes to do it overnight. So you basically walk around and you do your regular activities, but you have a fluid in your stomach constantly. 
um, you know, can add an extra four or five pounds to your um, body, but it's doing the dialysis. So it's kind of like constant dialysis. It works kind of like your kidneys. Um, those are convenient and easy to do and doing the exchanges. It doesn't involve needles. So a lot of people like that a lot better. So you just have to decide what is the best for you and what is your kind of um, body going to deal with the best. For a lot of people, in-center dialysis is nice because they just lay there for three hours and while it happens and they just have to go three times a week. The limitations on the diet are, the, like I said, the worst. Um, but then peritoneal and home hemo involve you doing some activity and you being responsible for some of that. But in exchange, you get a lot of freedom as far as time and flexibility and um, not having to drive to a center, that type of thing. So it's up to you to decide, but I want you to be aware that there's more than just what you maybe have seen on television or have, you know, read or driven by the centers to see that there's more than that available. And those are all things that you can do and that your insurance will pay for. Um, so I wanted you to know that information today. I want you to head on over to renaldiethq.com. If you're on dialysis, we have a free meal plan for you. And if you're not on dialysis, we have a free meal plan that you can pick up. So I encourage you to do that. And I will see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. Head on over to the website at www.renaldiethq.com slash go slash email to sign up for our email list and get exciting updates every week on what is happening. Thanks, and we will talk to you again next week.